Lasagna. Champions League, baby. There we go. Cheers, mate. In the mood. How we doing? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Wait, girls listen to this too? Sometimes. Damn. Here and there. <clears throat> World football talk, baby. We, we're all inclusive. We include all walks of life and discussion. It's good to be back. I yeah, feel man. like it's been a minute for me, even though it probably hasn't been. It's been like <clears throat> maybe a week. Week, week and a half. Yeah. Still there. Good good to get back into it. I think uh, missing missing the pod with the four of you guys, then that took an emotional toll <laughs> on me. So. You, you, felt, you felt bamboozled. Yeah. I mean, I know I couldn't make it, but, you know, there's always that sense of FOMO. Yeah. The whole time you were just like, I wish I was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crying about and everything. Well, no, we had a good time. We had a good time. I mean, we did pretty well prediction-wise, honestly. I was going through everyone's thing, um, predictions, just like giving them the scores and stuff. But, I mean, I hit on a lot of games. Out of the 10 games I bet, I hit six of them. That's 60%. That's over 50%, so that's great. It's good return. It's great return. Good, good o, uh, ROI, you know. Mm-hmm. What's that stand for? Return on investment. Right. You know. Ah, it was a good week, man. It was a, There were some good games. Uh, you know, opening game, West Ham-Chelsea. A little 1-1 draw. Called well, that one from the start. Snooze fest at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, it was a tough one. It was difficult to stay up for. Yeah. They looked great in the first uh, 15, 15, 20 minutes, um, just with their intention. Uh, a couple of offside calls that were reviewed and reviewed and correctly called. So, but that took away like two goals from us. And then, uh, you know, classic uh, counterattacks that just caught us. Yeah, I think uh, if I remember correctly. But again, after the first fifteen twenty minutes, they did not look convincing in any sense. You know, they get that opening goal, Felix. Yeah, not, great uh, goal. Ends over Felix, beautiful. He he was the bright spark for sure. Yeah, Enzo's just a lot of fun to watch. No, I, I meant Felix, but uh-huh. Enzo not as good as his first game. Uh, a couple more turnovers, but I don't care. I think he you know works super hard on both sides of the ball. And uh, definitely has quality. Definitely. There's no doubt there that he could compete in the Prem. And yeah. feel, I mean, Felix, if he makes a move to the Prem, whatever team he goes to, is gonna be, he's going to be a star. Well, for hopefully for Chelsea's sake, you know, they, they are able to buy him out from Atletico at the end of his uh, six-month transfer yeah, loan. There's no uh, buyout clause or anything for him. But maybe he just likes it enough that he feels like uh, that's where he wants to be. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if he is keen to stay under Graham Potter. I mean, I don't know the, what the locker room is like, but from an outsider perspective, like if you're going to move to the Prem, you want to play under uh, an established manager that you know is world-class if you feel that you're a world-class player. 
So it might be difficult for for him to commit to Chelsea with that. You know, who knows how, just based off this run of form, you know, Graham Potter is under a lot of heat right now. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, sitting in 10th after uh, the Liverpool-Everton game today. Not a lot going for them. I mean, you know, it, it, it is a solid draw away from home against a kind of a hurting West Ham squad, but... Yeah, that's that's not... a game they have to win. That's a game yeah. they have to win. Yeah, I what, agree. West Ham's sitting 16th? 16th, yeah. That's a game they must win. London Derby. I get that West Ham is up for it. But, again, Mudrick did not have anything. He didn't do and He had a good pass, good assist for a goal that was called offsides. But, again, I don't think... They didn't feed him enough. Uh, he didn't move enough. Something. Something's off there. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't won a game since uh, January 15th against Crystal Palace at home. Um, and then before that, they haven't won it. They haven't won a game since they beat Bournemouth in December. Right, but they haven't lost a game since Jorginho left. Mm, that's Just a good saying. point. That Just is a good point. I, I couldn't be happier that he's gone. Yeah. And I think I hope he's the ugh, it's so mean. It's so mean. Well, is he But I hope he's the reason Arsenal don't win the league cuz I hated him every second he was at Chelsea. I thought he was a waste of money when they signed him. Somehow, which I've talked about before, he finished third best in the world. Yeah, well, um, that was Ballon d'Or yeah. after Italy won the Euros and Chelsea won Champions League. But he was just, like I said, he was just on good teams. And if he does well at Arsenal, so be it. But I'm not rooting for him. And I'm not. I mean, I, th- I hope Man City catches him. I mean, like, who even... He doesn't who he doesn't start over anyone in that team. Probably. Unless someone picks up a not. knock. Yeah, I think they added him for depth. Yeah. It's a good depth pickup. Mm-hmm. Just in case someone gets an injury. Like if yeah. Shaka ever got hurt or like Party. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like throw him in there. Yeah, he could kind of try to fill those those roles. Yeah. No, but it's um, you know, they ne- they definitely need to start finding some form. Um, Chelsea for Chelsea's sake, yeah. if they want to, uh, you know, luckily for them, I-, I was talking about this today. Luckily for them, they made all these winter transactions, so they do have a good team going into the next year. Whereas, like, you kind of look at Liverpool. How are they going to sign anyone in the transfer market? They could still sign people. And I heard that Chelsea, uh, if they don't make Champions League, which at this point kind of seems unless they win out of touch, unless they win the Champions League. Yeah. I heard they'll get they'll uh, violate FFP financial fair play. Yeah, they'll probably be too much in a deficit. Whereas, like, if they make Champions League, you probably get money. For qualifying. Right. I mean, they're... What are they? Um, as of right now, 10 points from fourth place. It's a decent amount of time to go. I mean, still 16 more games. You know? It's, I mean, it's it's not looking pretty. But it's definitely... If, if they're still in 10th or, like, 7th place by... I want to say 
with like nine to ten games left. So within like these next six games, they really need wins. Yeah, I mean they gotta start pulling out W's. Yeah, that's yeah no brainer. I mean, we'll see. It's it's doable. I mean the the um, you know it's it's very doable. Um, Newcastle have a they have to play Liverpool this weekend, so that should be fun at home. But for Newcastle's sake, you know, also not really in the greatest form. Um, who did they tie this week? Uh, they tied Bournemouth 1-1 away. So, you know, this is a game they kind of have to, like, keep winning to, or at least win this game against Liverpool to keep themselves solidified in the top four. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, I mean, who do you got Tottenham, who just lost to Leicester City 4-1, not looking pretty. They got a tough Champions League matchup against AC Milan in Milan. You know, uh, not really finding form. Tottenham, you know, uh, who um, who even had the one goal? In the Spurs? Uh, yeah, I think it uh, was um, Bendecourt. Who, uh, Bendecourt out for the remainder of the season with an ACL tear. A uh, bit, you know, sad to hear from... A fellow person that that happened to, <laughs> um, but I mean they just got blown out of the water. Uh, to, to somewhat go over that game, I mean you got Madison finding form. You had a beautiful goal by uh, Mendy, uh, Nam Pela's Mendy. Mm-hmm. I mean one, of, if not one of the best goals of the the month so far, if not like maybe the season, uh, it's got to be up there. Yeah, quality finish. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see Lester turn a corner a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to get into the Champions League later, I guess, but I don't see Spurs winning in Italy. Yeah. Um, but AC Milan's not doing great either. So. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're on a three-game losing streak, AC Milan. So that's tough for them. Um, but, you know, you look at these teams, um, Newcastle, not... You know they're still in form. They still are pretty high up there in the table, but they're they're kind of lackluster as of recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, Tottenham kind of teetering on the brink of maybe breaking the top four placement, maybe not. Dude, Brighton, Brighton with a one-one draw this week against Crystal Palace. You know they they're they they've been tying and um, let's see their last games. They had uh, Brighton. Yeah. Brighton tied uh, Crystal Palace, beat Burnmouth, beat Liverpool, tied Leicester, and beat Liverpool twice. One of them was FA Cup, yeah? I believe so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, still a really good team. Um, but, uh, you know, when it comes to finishing top four, man, like, you got to be undeniable. Uh, you, you know, you can't... The more th- this happened with United, I want to say it was... 2016 season and they had to beat West Ham in the last game of the season to make Champions League and they fucking lost you don't want it to even come down to that point nah like it's one of those things man like you gotta get you gotta get it done now so to drop points against Crystal Palace away obviously it's a it's not the worst case at least it wasn't at home but so I mean Newcastle Tottenham Brighton um, Fulham playing really good, you know, Fulham sitting four points above Chelsea, 
three points above Liverpool, but they could still be making moves. Uh, Brighton side tying Arsenal this weekend, which is huge. Um, did you see they said it was like a mistake, a human error, why they called that goal that Tony scored onside? No. So, like, supposedly no, no Norgard, who uh, played the cro- ball across to Tony, was offsides. But then when they reviewed it, they somehow missed up, messed up the line of where his shoulder was when the ball was played. So when they did it, he was onsides due to the infraction in like the VAR booth. But right. then when they looked back at the game, they saw that he messed up whoever was part of the VAR um, referee section, and it shouldn't have been a goal. So Arsenal should have won that game one nothing. Well. I don't feel bad in the slightest. No, me, I don't feel bad either. <laughs> Listen, you know, Arsenal have won, won games based on, you know, referee mistakes. Controversial so, decisions, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they when they beat United, I, I still think that uh, uh, Zinchenko was offsides. Yeah, but you don't think Rashford was offsides he wasn't when offside. he impeded? He wasn't offsides. Yeah, okay, we're not going to get into that. He touched the ball. I don't care. Zinchenko touched the ball. Rashford cut off a defender. Didn't cut off. Yeah, he did. Played no. He he shielded the ball. Shielding requires the defender to be playing the ball. The the player the defender never played the ball. Whatever. I I re, we've had this conversation I know on the pod. I, I don't want to get. I into. I want to let the viewers know that it was not. Can we watch it? Well, I mean, we could put it on. Yeah. Yo, someone in us, I hope. I mean, dude, you, you really got to think about it. If he. I could see if the defender tried to play the ball and he disrupted the defender from trying to get the ball. Yes, offsides. But, dude, he did nothing. I, who was it? Nathan Ake just let the ball go right past him. He he just let him chill with with Akanji. Akanji, that's who it was. Why I don't get why they don't go for the ball. Even the guy to the left doesn't go to the ball. How do you not go to the ball? Where's the defense? Where's the defense? You know what I mean? You know I'm not gonna lie to you. Where is the defense? They're not even playing him. They have to go into it in order for it to be impeding his his line of attacking the ball. Yeah, no, I I, I might have to uh, admit I was wrong. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. All right, and that was the end of the podcast. <laughs> Come back next time. <clears throat> I guess I never saw it live or something. Because, yeah, no, that's not really, that's not offsides. That's a fine decision. I don't think Akanji had a chance of getting there. Yeah. And, like, he should have... If if he wants that call, I'm a defender. So I'm thinking through a defender's point of view. I want an offsides call, and he's offsides. I, I'm just going to go and touch him. He's offsides. He inter- interfered with me. They just both, like, give up because they're like, oh, he's off. I don't care. Yeah. No, I guess it's a, it's a fine goal. All right, moving moving on. Moving on. That was weeks ago. 
they fucking United blew their chance to win the league by losing to fucking Arsenal. Dumb bitches. <clears throat> but uh crazy Wolves ending. Wolves man down. Um guy got a yellow card. Um Mario uh, uh Liena. Liena Lamina. Lamina gets a yellow card for a foul. And then goes up to the ref and starts yelling at the ref. And then got another yellow card. For descent. Yeah, for descent in the same play. So, 27th minute. Wolver, uh, Wolves are down 1-0. Down a man. Um, then, you know, they have a own goal. Um, uh, Southampton gets an own goal. Now the game's 1-1. And then Joao Gomez with the game winner making it a 2-1 game. Huge for the Wolves. Uh, put for the new signing. Yeah. Puts them, I mean, from um, uh, relegation zone, puts them five points ahead into 15th, 15th place. I mean, that's kind of what the Wolves needed. Wolves were in relegation zone not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they're definitely uh, doing well on the rise. Yeah. A um, couple of good performances. I don't know <clears throat> if they're on a winning streak. Um I mean, they beat, they beat Liverpool three 0 And then they beat. They beat Southampton. Two games is a streak. Yeah, two so games a streak. Oh yeah. You know, um, beat West Ham, January fourteenth. Um, tied Liverpool, that was in the FA Cup though. Tied Ashton Villa, they lost to City three 0 but. City. City man, so it's good to see from them. Um, I mean, we talked about somewhat the Newcastle game, so I won't really dive into that too much. And that was pretty much it for uh, Saturday games. But then on Sunday, we had a big, big United win. Huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. Um, Dude, I mean, they were caged up. It was a very cagey game to begin with. De Gea played out of his mind. Class saves. Uh, million, millionaire, uh, Melier also played out of his mind. Um, but you know, nothing happens. It's 80th minute. Well, uh, 60th minute. They sub in Martinez. They sub in Granacho. They sub in Aaron Wampasaka in the 73rd. I honestly like, don't, don't get me wrong. I love Diego Dalla, but I just, I think Wampasaka just adds, the tackling mentality. Mm-hmm. Dude, you get a, a nice slide tackle in. Lifts the whole team. Lifts the team, and then not even that. Sometimes you get a really good slide tackle. It sends it up the field, and now you're on a break. That happens. Yeah, but that's not that's not what he's thinking about when he goes into a tackle. Listen, it happened like twice that game. He had a really good slide tackle, and the ball just found um, uh, that kid, uh, Palestri, just found his feet. Mm-hmm. Turn and go. But they make these subs. They push Luke Shaw out to the left. He was playing center def- um, center back with Harry Maguire. They take out uh, Tyrell uh, Malasia. Malasia. Luke just Luke Shaw just sends in a beautiful ball header. Rashford goal. Mm-hmm. Good finish. Beautiful finish. And then uh, you know they get the ball back. Um. It was a really, really good run 
by Garnacho. Yeah, nice weighted pass by Wildwick Horst. Yeah, and uh, you know he just takes it on, and he's been uh, the finish. Uh, the finish on that run is great. Clinical. Very tidy. Um, showed confidence. I don't. Know. I didn't didn't look like a miss hit. No. He opened up his hips like he was going far post, and he pinged it off the inside post. It was a really good. And the keeper never should be beaten front post. Agreed, but. What a finish. Yeah. The power, accuracy. I mean, he did this against... He went far post on that goal, but against Fulham. Yeah, he had a, He had the game-winning goal, um, like, eight late 80th minute. He's he's a, he's going to be a terror. Yeah, he's a talent, for sure. I, I already heard every team's trying to get him. Every team's trying to get him. Because he has, like, contract. I heard Chelsea put up 300 mil for him. Top bully, bro. Just shits out money. Must be nice. Yeah. That would be pretty lit. You know? Make like a little like net in your toilet. You, I don't know if this is podcast material, but you can sell. Your feces? To science. Uh, $500. Uh, me and my coworker have a joke. Gonna go make a deposit. $500 deposit. Uh, that's a little weird. Why Why do they buy your... Uh... Don't know. It says donate and save lives or something like that. Uh, they must do some research on bacteria or something. But I just can't be that guy who, sell, who sells his poop. For... What, what's worse, selling your shit or selling pictures of your feet? Uh, well, I guess if, if it's your shit and it's for medical purposes, <laughs> right? Uh, at least I'm not soliciting my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, you're soliciting things that exit your body. I could care less about that. Yeah. I can't be... It could be traced back to me, but nobody's going to look at a picture of my... Or look at my shit and say, oh, that's Quentin Volpe. You should fuck with them. Like, you should, like... Send them colors, like my dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy eating? We have to we have to do tests on this guy. <laughs> this guy is a he's a medical he's a medical Phenomenal. angel. Yeah. What what even is he? We tested the DNA and it came back canine. Yeah, I think they'd catch on. Yeah. You should like eat like colored foods so it like dyes your your shit like purple. Yeah. Like what the fuck? You know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, back to soccer. Footy, yeah. Some footy. Um, but yeah, United really big win, especially from a team they tied at home two two, um, the the weekend before or that week. So good to see them get it done. Um, still fighting for a title, still possible. Only five points behind Arsenal right now. They're in the race. They're in the race, man. Plus, at one point, they were plus 3,000 odds, and I took it. I didn't care. Probably not going to happen, but, you know, you got to yeah, believe. Honestly, I don't know if I'd rather City or United win it. I think City. You'd rather City win it than United? Because then maybe their sanctions will be like, fuck you. We're yeah. going to take this away. <laughs> and then United or Arsenal could have it with the little asterisks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I I'd be happy for United fans, I guess. Even though, whatever. Well, I I feel like United fans were like cut from the same cloth. I mean, you can't really hate us because we're not London, so we have no affiliation with the London system. Yeah, but growing up, the biggest rivalry other than, uh, you know, Ronaldo Messi, <clears throat> Ronaldo Messi at uh, Madrid and Barca was Chelsea and United, Champions League finals. Um, you know, winning the league back and forth, but uh, yeah, so that's why I, I I don't like United too much. But respect. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm a. I was saying this on the last pod. Um, when I was growing up, like my two teams were Chelsea and United. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I never know how to, I never knew how to pick one of them. What was the deciding factor when United won Champions League? John against slipped. Chelsea. Yeah. Slipped yeah, that will do maybe. it. What were we? Eight years old, maybe? Yeah. Eight, nine, Ten. something like that. I think it was 2007 final. I think I was nine years old. But yeah, that could be off. Nah, 2008. Had to be 2000. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, United, I would like to see them make it close. Couple geese outside. Couple geese. Sending it down south. Maybe this is south for them. It's true. Maybe they're Canadian geese. I would assume so. Fucking shoot them. <laughs> I had a chemistry teacher in high school. Um, and he was known for his hatred of geese throughout the school. And as odd as that may seem, the reason for it was... He would quack in the hallways, right? Somebody would go, come in. He'd just go, and just quack loud. If you were in the hallway, you were hearing it. And then, uh, but I had him one year, and he would literally tell us how we could eliminate the Canadian goose uh, population. He said, I'd love to get hundreds of them in, in, my, in my trunk. And bring them to the beach during low tide. Time, uh, bury them in the sand just to, just below their head, <laughs> and watch the 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 tide come in and kill them all. Or maybe he would go like he'd put on this voice. He'd be like, "I'd get two lawnmowers and I'd tie a a string from one to the other and I'd dig them all in a field, and we." Would drive the lawnmower simultaneously across the field on either side, and it would just chop all their <laughs> chop all their heads off. <laughs> we're like, dude, what, what are you talking about? Where? Where? Yeah, why? Why does he hate them so much? I don't. I don't know. But it was a passion of his. So maybe he got attacked by maybe. geese when he was like a kid or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was a it was a fun class. I had like a eighty two. <laughs> Couldn't do anything in it, but you would just bring up geese in the middle of class, and then that, that. dude, would... he used to give me money. I'd go to the cafeteria for him. He'd be like talking about the, uh, the periodic table and shit, and then I'd question why I, I'd fail on the the test days. Yeah, cause you had to go get him a, a diet coke. No, he's the one who put me onto extra ice. Oh, in drinks? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I want a raspberry iced tea. 
And then he measured, you know, three quarters of the cup with ice. <laughs> and <laughs> here's the money. <laughs> What's the benefit we, of extra ice? Just tastes better. It stays cold. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I don't drink my soda throughout two hours. It's gone in yeah. fifteen minutes. So the ice doesn't melt. It's just a better experience. <laughs> But uh, other than that, uh, the United game, uh, there was a uh, a decent blowout by City against Ashton Villa. Nice little three nothing, three one win. Uh, Ollie Watkins getting a late goal. I think it was actually early. Uh, well, sixty first minute against uh, City. It's kind of like an easy goal. Mm-hmm. Really chachki through the middle, just kind of slotted into the corner. It looked like no one was wanting to even defend him. Uh, but really good goals from uh, Rodri and um, uh, Gundogan. Mares had a PK. Three goals in the first half. It's just tough to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, big news. Holland picked up a big knock. Whatever that means. I don't know what part of his body it was. No, it wasn't really disclosed. But a big knock. And it puts him puts a fat question mark on him for this Wednesday matchup between Arsenal and City. So we'll see. I mean, you know, how do you, how do you, now that his spot's kind of vacated for an undisclosed time, who who takes it? Who takes the spot? <clears throat> well, they they do have, like, uh, like we said, Julian Alvarez, who could kind of fill a, the center forward or striker position if they want to keep playing the same um, formation or try to keep the tactics somewhat similar. Uh, obviously, it's a different game because Alvarez can't do what Holland does, uh, no matter how good he is. Um, but I think they should, you know, kind of go back to old ways and see what happens. I don't think City need Holland. I think they could get a lot of money if they uh, for him if they sell him. And um, maybe that's a good way for them to go right now with the financial fair play. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard Real Madrid's uh, in deep ties with them for this upcoming uh, summer transfer window. As they should. It's a, I think it's a good time for a team to go after City players. Yeah. And I think it's a good time for City to get rid of guys. Yeah. You know, get rid of him, Jack Grealish. Um, I mean... Well, I heard uh, a lot of people are gunning after Silva. Try, yeah. He's trying to take Silva from the squad. Happy. Saw Gunduan to Dortmund. That made my heart happy a little bit. <laughs> that's where he played, right? Yeah, that's where he's from. Yeah. That'd be a great signing. I mean, he wouldn't be, I don't think he'd be a game changer for them, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's clinical. He really, he's he, clinical, he, he controls he's the midfield. Yeah. Yeah, when he's passing it around, finds a lot of open space. Yeah, but I think I think City or or Pep will decide to go back to some old old ways, and uh, counterattack his own uh, his own tactics, sort of in Arteta. I mean, Arteta obviously his own great coach, but the link up uh, he clearly learned a lot under Pep, so. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think that'd be a good play. Switch it up. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because you know every team's kind of just been preparing for Holland. 
not a lot of data on Alvarez or whoever they decide. Maybe they change their formation altogether. But let's say Alvarez does start up top. There's not a lot of information on him. He, every time he's been coming in, he's kind of just been playing like a, a midfielder. He does drop deep and, and get the ball a lot, yeah. Which I, yeah, I think if he plays as a false nine, we could see World Cup Alvarez out there. Which, like, even more for Holland's sake, puts even more of a price tag on him because if you want to take him, come take him, but you're going to have to pay a fat fee for him. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't think it'll keep him out long, the injury, though. No. But what if, like, all right, he hasn't even... So he had a hat trick against the Wolves, which was, like, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. But nothing against Man United. Nothing against Tottenham. And then he had an assist against Villa. He had an assist against Villa. And he had nothing against Arsenal in the FA. Yeah. So it's almost like... I don't want to say he's out of form because the guy is the leading goal scorer right now in the Prem. He's also up there in Champions League, too, I want to say. I would imagine. Yeah. I think most goals... You know who's up there, actually? It's really interesting. Hakimi. No, not Hakimi. Uh, Who's that guy on Porto? The Iranian guy? Yeah. Hatemi? Hatemi. Yeah, he has... Is that his name? uh, Tarami. He's got five goals. Mbappe with seven goals in the cha- uh, Champions League. Mohamed Salah, seven goals. Holland, five goals. Salah's got f- seven? Yeah. Jesus. Um, They're going to get smacked to Madrid. They're going to get yeah. worked. But... Well, dude, but Madrid's been... In the slumps. They've kind of been screwing up as of late. Um, You know, they're such a good team, and they have... I mean, dude, the run that Real Madrid had... To win the Champions League last year it was, was incredible. Inc- every game was a comeback. Mm-hmm. Every, every tie matchup was a comeback win, except the Chelsea matchup. I think that yeah, was but the only no, one. No, but Chelsea came back and then they tied it. They would have. They would have had to go to extra time if um, Real didn't win it mm-hmm. with another goal. But uh, dude, I mean, when they did that. I'm pretty sure they were in th- they finished third or second. Did they win the league that year? La last year? It was last year, right? I believe so. Um you know, in La Liga as of- Yeah, they won it last year. Okay. That's pretty cool. Champions League La Liga. Mhm. It's pretty sick. Um Yeah, they lost to a team Mal Malaroca. Mallorca, Mallorca, who are currently sitting in 10th place in La Liga. 1-0 loss, you know, I don't know who's starting necessarily in that game, but, um, you know, the, just where they're sitting behind Barcelona in general, you know, 11 points out of the title, with a game at hand now. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It's tough for them. So, honestly, this matchup, if Liverpool starts finding form in the Prem, well, I guess they're, they're playing next week, I believe. Yeah. There's four games on this week, four games on next week. So, eight games, yeah, they play next week. So, you know, honestly, it's going to determine what 
Liverpool does this week against Newcastle mm-hmm. away. Yes, they're home against Real Madrid for this tie because they finished second in their group. But, you know, they're coming... Real Madrid going to Anfield, that's... It's not an easy task. Nah. If Van Dyke's back too, you know, that's been a lot of the Liverpool's problems is no Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Real Madrid's case, they have... I mean, not the easiest game, but somewhat of a easy game on Wednesday against Elche. Elche. Elche, who are currently sitting in last place. So, you know, we'll see what they, they could do to a team like that. And then uh, before their game on Saturday, I mean, before their game next week, I believe it's on Tuesday or Wednesday, um, they play in a team called uh, Oceana. Oceana. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're a ninth place team right now in La Liga. Osasuna. Osasuna. So it's really going to, you know, we'll see. I think it's going to be, that'd be crazy if they have another run like it in the Champions League. Yeah, but Madrid in the Champions League, it's like a romance. Yeah, it is. You know, they're like long-term lovers. Yeah. They always find each other at the end of the movie, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, a couple breakups here and there, and then, you know, it's like the notebook. It was like Forrest Gump. Which, which one's Jenny? Which one's Forrest? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good one. Uh, Real Madrid's Forrest. So. What else we got of the Prem that we... Uh... Uh, the only game we didn't really cover was the game that was today. We're recording this on Monday, January the 13th. Happy Valentine's Febu- Day. February the 13th. Tomorrow. Yeah. you lovers out there. While you guys are enjoying your little picnic, dinner date, your boy's going to be in the kitchen, in the office, watching these Champions League games. Just getting, getting ready. Is it the kitchen or the office? I guess this is the office. This is the dojo. Let's just let's keep it like that. I like that. The this dojo. is the dojo. Hundo P. Yeah. So, you know, I'll the money I would have spent on flowers and chocolates and a dinner, I'm just going to say, you know what, since I don't have that, I'm going to spend this money on a bet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Perfect. I actually have a crazy theory this week. You know, I love your crazy theory. <laughs> If you want to hear more about my crazy theories, follow the Patreon uh, <laughs> behind closed doors. Can't talk about it on free network. Um, uh, we're we're going to go more into detail, but I have a feeling Milan Tottenham tie. PSG Bayern tie. Arsenal City tie. And then that's it. But like, I think within those, within tomorrow and Wednesday... Obviously, Wednesday, we have more Champions League games as well. Um, Dortmund hosting Chelsea and Club Bruges hosting Benefica. But I just, dude, I think... So we'll start with like going over these games. I, I just find Tottenham's not a good team. AC Milan's not a good team. Um, as it sits right now, Tottenham sitting in sixth place in the Prem. Three points behind 
um, fourth place, Newcastle, with a game at hand. Oh, no, they're in fifth place, not sixth place. But then we also have AC Milan, also fifth place. Um, only down against Roma on goal differential. Oh, that's actually crazy. Atlantia, Roma, and Milan all have 41 points. And it's just based off goal differential. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe we're underestimating Milan a little bit. Uh, but I think Antonio Conte will be really comfortable. Um on his return to Italy. Um, he's definitely had a lot of success in the San Siro. Uh, as a Inter Milan coach and playing against AC Milan and Inter Milan as a Juventus coach. Um, and I think it'll be close and throwing that aspect of Conte in there. Uh, I think I stink at predictions because I try to... Like... I'm giving Tottenham too much credit because Conte was good, was successful it, in Italy. No, nah, but you know, it it you do have to weigh in the coach, a hundred percent, because they're going to determine the the game plan. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, he when's the last time he coached in Italy though? You know, is he familiar with the? Yeah, no, I mean, this is his first full season at Tottenham. He yeah. joined from Inter. Okay, I believe last year. Yeah. He came in after um, they sacked. Uh, what the hell is his name? I don't know. Yeah, who was after? Who? who someone was at. Who's the guy Pochettino. at PSG right now? Pochettino. Yeah. Well, he's not at PSG anymore, but. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who their their coach was before Conte. It's was it Mourinho? Yeah, it was Mourinho. Yeah, Mourinho then Conte. So, we'll see. I mean, Milan not looking great. Um, you know, they had a, a win against Tor- uh, Torino on Friday. But before that, I mean, listen to their last game. These From January 8th, tied Roma at home, lost to Torino in the Coppa Italia at home, one nothing. Tied uh, Lise 2-2 away. Lost to Inter 3-0 at home. Lost to Lazio 4-0 away. Lost to Sasu Ulo 5-2 at home. And then lost to Inter February 5th 1-0 away. But like I said, their recent game, they won 1-0. But, uh, you know, obviously just right there you can see not an informed team. Not a team that... You know, Tottenham's coming in, I think, with the mentality that we can win this thing. Meanwhile, they've kind of just been not playing well as they, you know, they, they've kind of been stinking the bed as well um, to go over their games recently. You know, we have a 4-1 loss away, which is huge, to Lesser City. Did beat Man City, which was crazy. Yeah, right. Beat Fulham away. Um, but then also lost to Man City 4-2 to away. Lost to Arsenal 2 nothing at home. So uh, their away record against like a big club team, or maybe not a big club team, but like a high intense situation, it's not looking good for them. Nah, not at all. So I'm going to give my prediction. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Um, 
probably both goals coming within the first half, and then the second half is just going to be who gets that, who gets that last, that last kick of the ball. It might end two one, but I'm going to say that no. I I think it was one one draw. Yeah, especially you know like they know they have a second leg, so are you going to risk? Getting the goal, no more advantage gold uh, go away goal differential, so that does that's not in play. Tottenham coming out with a tie is a win. That's just the way I I, I believe it um, to be tomorrow, which it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, I I just like Milan's lineup a little bit more. Um, I hope Ebra gets in, and I hope he does nothing. <laughs> um, but you know, Tottenham have some players that are experienced in uh, Serie A: Romero, Perisic, Kulusevski. Uh, they are without Hugo Lloris, which is huge. That is Hugo. As Hugo, Hugo, as Hugo. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I don't think much of Lloris anyway. But that's a that's a big fault. That's their cap. Is Kane the captain? Uh, it's gotta be. Yeah. But uh, either him or Dyer. He's a leader. Um. And he'll be missed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to Milan. I'm gonna say two to one Milan. I think uh, Leao will have a pretty successful evening. Yeah. But then. You know, tomorrow we also see an incredible matchup. PSG Bayern, superstars on display. I mean, just uh, name after name in this one. Donnarumma, Marquinhos, Ramos, Hakimi, Verratti, uh, Neymar, Messi, maybe, you know. Musala. Musiala, yeah. Musiala. Musiala, Komen, Sané, Goretzka. I mean, Musiala. Bayern's lineup is just. Cancelo now. Is all star-studded and Sommer was second best in the Bundesliga to Neuer for so many years yeah at Mönchengladbach and now they have the best two goalies in the league uh, but it'll be a good that'll be a fun game to watch yeah I think it's going to be uh it's going to be a good one um you know not having Mbappe has shown that it hurts PSG. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, losing to Monaco, 3-1. No Messi or Mbappe. Messi should be back, but, you know, for their sake, you hope it's a, a full, healthy Messi. Um, because, you know, it also looked like they did sit a decent amount of their players. That game, no Hakimi. He, he didn't play, no Verratti. He's coming back from injury. So it could be like, a lot of these teams, the form that we've been seeing them in is only due to the fact that they have a Champions League game coming Resting up. Resting guys a little bit. Resting guys, probably taking the guys off. Um, you know, PSG just lost to Monaco in the league, uh, League One, and lost to uh, Marseille 2-1 in the Copa de France. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Bayern having one of their dominating victories that they tend to do against big teams uh, in the Champions League, but I think they get a. Uh, I think they'll edge PSG probably three to one. 
think Musial, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Musial is a star, and uh, I'm excited to see what he does uh, on the big stage. Yeah, he he was electric in the World Cup. Anytime I I glance at Bayern in the Bundesliga, he's you know making defenders look silly. So yeah, yeah, I, I have a. I have the same amount of goals total, but I just have one more favored to PSG. 2-2. I think it's going to be another 2-2 draw. Well, another draw, I should say. I think uh, Bayern come out the heavy hand in the beginning stages of the game. I think they're going to own the shots. I think they go into halftime up 1-0. And then I think PSG, after a locker room talk, after, you know, everyone... I mean, dude, we're... Am I? I can't really deny Messi and his attacking power to control a, literally a whole game. Mm-hmm. Like if he gets the ball, people are moving around him. Akimi makes a nice run off him. Verratti play it back to Verratti. Verratti hits it outside, finds someone cutting across. You know he could just dictate the game, and uh, you know I think uh, PSG probably tie it back up. Maybe Bayern go up 2-0. And uh, I just find the end of the game, PSG are going to be fighting to tie. And I think they do. I think they pull off the tie. But, like, you know, back to the Milan-Tottenham game. You know, uh, for Bayern's, Bayern's sake, a tie is a win. A tie is a win. Away. And then ha- to have PSG now have to come back, maybe Mbappe's healthy. Who knows? I guess uh, I guess with the Mbappe injury, you kind of I guess this is a better time now to get the win. Mm-hmm. You know, Mbappe, he's not even listed on the injured list. Yeah, I know. I thought that was weird too. Fam up, dropping the ball there. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even like find it. So he was in. He took part in training on Sunday, and he missed the last three games with a thigh injury. But I don't know. Do you risk him? Do yeah, do Bayern maybe second half? Yeah, I guess we'll see. You know, we'll see with full lineups tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What it's looking like. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play, but you never know. You never know. They might. They might need a spark. A little nice little spark, nice little jump start. You know. But uh, that, that that's the first day of Champions League ball, Valentine's Day. You know. Day of love. That's why I think they're going to tie. It's a day of love, you know? <laughs> they're going to share the love. Right. Makes sense. Um, but then following that on Wednesday, huge makeup game from earlier in the season. We have uh, Arsenal hosting Man City in a game that really determines who's going to win this league. Um, you know, Arsenal have shown have showcased their their ability to win the league beating teams uh you know this will be the first matchup between Arsenal and Man City too so it is you know a, a huge game for them if they would have played earlier this year who knows what would have happened mm-hmm. um crazy <clears throat> stat Arsenal hasn't beat Man City in 13 consecutive games which is crazy yeah, I have the house on City. I think um, 
you know, Holland being out will be a little deficit, but I, like, again, I'm a big mental game trying to read who's who's on the up, and Arsenal's on the, the downfall, and City's hungry. They, you know, the guys, um, the fans were wild this weekend uh, outside the stadium. They do have to go away um, to the Emirates, but the talent they have and... I can't see the players being uh, not being ready. They're going to be ready to put on a show. And like you said, huge in the title race. So if Man City could put three, four goals away, which I think they can, um, then I think it will be decisive. But if it's close, I don't think... Uh, I don't think it will have too big of a uh, decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially with it being at Arsenal. Um, but if City get a win and they're tied. Yeah. Arsenal yeah. would a game at hand, but still, I mean, then Arsenal have to go to the Etihad's yeah. to try to take a draw or a win, which... Uh, not a lot of teams have been able to do. Yeah. You know, um, I I wish sometimes you could see, but I can't see their home record. But, you know, City, the only game I can remember them losing at home was against uh, Brighton. It's the last one I can remember. Uh, yeah, they lost uh, Brentford, my bad. Lost to Brentford in November, 2-1. to one. But I, before that... You know, they they don't lose at home. They mm-hmm. might tie at home, but they they rarely, rarely, rarely lose at home. Um, you know, I I think if there is a game that for for Arsenal's sake, if there's a game that determines your whole season, it's this game. Mm-hmm. So it really is just the mental game of how do we win this? How do how do we if we win this, we win the title. I know there's like other games they're gonna have to play and they're gonna be tight contested games as well, but you win this game, you go six points above City. It's you know, there might be some points that you know they might drop points here and there. Hopefully not in their for their case, but I think they're just gonna dig it out. I don't think they're gonna dig out a win. I think they dig out a draw. I think City are gonna be. On the attack most of the game. Arsenal's going to play the counter-attack game. It works, man. I mean, look at how United beat them. Mm-hmm. It's a counter-attack. They're, if they're, it's not that they can be easily counter-attacked, but when you have the right people in position, also it's luck of the ball. Where the ball and they're just, you know, you're not going to out-possess them. Yeah, so nah. it's kind of the only... You got yeah, you got to lose that mentality that, oh, we could play their game. You can't. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just... So trained to pass, pass across. Yeah, dominant in possession. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my final prediction, uh, I'm going to say 4-1 City. Damn. You think it's going to be a little thrashing? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think they're going to draw. I think they draw 1-1. I think either Odegaard or Saka gets the goal. I think um, I would love Phil Foden to score. 
if he starts, which he probably should. Um, they want him to start finding form. That was the talks from Pep when he was interviewed. They want him to start getting back into it. Um, he was dealing with like an illness, like some type of respiratory illness. So, you know, if he's past that, I would like to see him score. Julian Alvarez, if he steps up into this nine position, maybe false nine position, maybe he can get on the score sheet. But I, I, I just think they're going to be, I think the next game they play each other, that's when you let everything go. Like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's. Let's send the yeah. Let's send the the hounds, you know. Whereas I I find like this is gonna be a more contested, more defensive game, very tight defensively, you know. Not having Holland's height to send into the box. I don't know if they they'll get their opportunities, but I don't know if it's gonna be the best opportunities. And we're also talking about, um, not Ramsdale with. Uh, not his. Yeah, Ramsdale. For Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. And their whole defense is really good. Yeah, they're doing really well. So, I just I can't get over the mental aspect that City must have right now. I think it's given them such an edge. What that they just that they're rallying against everybody. Nineteen other teams want them. To want to see them have a downfall. You know, if you're Pep, you have the material for such a fire team talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they got to be amped up. I think they will be. Um. I think it draws a, I mean, I think I'm being hopeful. Because I want to see City have that comeback. Yeah, it's. I mean, dude, if they win, they're gonna probably win big. If they can find, you know, three two goals within fifteen minutes of each other. Yeah, got on one of the streaks. And then Arsenal is now playing from behind and sending too many men forward, get caught again. It's possible. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go one one draw. Love it. But Love also that, that day. We have uh, Champions League, man. Champions League, man. I mean, what a week, man. What a week to give us not only Premier League, one of the best Premier League games you can watch, but also Champions League. Going on around the same time. Um, first game, Dortmund hosting Chelsea. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take care of this one. I don't... I honestly haven't thought about... Who's going to win? I haven't thought about who I'm, who I'm going to root for. I'm just excited for it. Um, two teams that I've followed closer than any other teams for as long as I could remember. Uh, it's going to be special. It's going to be very emotional for me. <laughs> um, but I think Dortmund will take the edge on it. Uh, especially being home. Chelsea, I want to see them start gaining some momentum. I want to see them in Champions League. Um, But when it comes to this particular setup, I think Dortmund is going to edge them not only tomorrow, but in the group. And then Potter. See ya. Yeah. 
But uh, if I have to give a score prediction, uh, looking at the, there's no probable lineup, but looking at the injury list. So tough. So tough. What do you say? I want to hear your score prediction. Um, I think, you know, I don't know too much about Dortmund, but I just know that when they're home, this stadium is the coolest stadium maybe in the world, other than Old Trafford, of course. Um, and they're a team in form. Won five of the last games. Won, actually, last the last time they lost a game was December 10th. Since January, they haven't lost a game. I know. Dortmund's... That's crazy. Dortmund's hot. Sitting third right now in the table. Uh, Bundesliga table. Three points behind Bayern Munich. You know, they're just playing on a different caliber right now than Chelsea. You look at Chelsea sitting in 10th. Not even comparable. No. I still think Chelsea have a good game because this is all they care about now. Most likely, if I was a manager or, you know, worked in their higher ups. Yeah, this kinda, is their goal. This is their goal is to we basically need to make it deep into Champions League. Give a name out for ourselves, make sure players that we have that just signed with us don't want to like terminate contracts and yeah, shit, you know, um, but uh, I, I just think Dortmund's going to be too much for them. I don't know about the second game. Um, it's too far to tell. You got to see how Chelsea does. This would actually be cool. So uh, my prediction for the score, I'm going to go 2-1 Dortmund. That's what that's what I'm having. Yeah. 2-1 two two, Dortmund as yeah. well. I think 2-1 Dortmund, and then, you know, it would be sick if uh, the reverse game, it's 2-1 Chelsea, and then they have to go to extra time. That would be ideal. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just think they're going to take care of business. It's going to be all professional. You know, uh, I think we'll I think we'll see some uh, some good stuff from. You think uh, Marco Royce gets minutes in, or I don't know if he starts. Uh, I'd like to see him start. Maybe that's why he's not playing too much in the league to stay healthy for Champions League. Yeah, but they are in a title race, so it really wouldn't make sense. I can't wait to watch uh, Bellingham. Yeah, he's gonna light it up. Yeah. So uh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game. Can't wait. Yeah. And then um, also on that day, we have two teams. Uh, so not only have Dortmund and Chelsea have never played each other, but the second Champions League game, Club Bruges versus Benfica, never played each other before. Yeah, both of these teams have to be ecstatic with the drawing. I mean, yeah. Neither is an easy game, uh, or neither team is going to go down easy, but... If you look at the teams in the in the last uh, in the group stages, both of those are the teams to draw, and uh, yeah, they got lucky. <laughs> so I don't I don't have too much invested in this. I think this is the last round for both of these teams. I don't follow them, uh, but based off my knowledge, I'm gonna say Benfica uh, wins the tie pretty comfortably and. Uh, I think they'll get a good 2-0 result tomorrow. Or, sorry, Wednesday. Yeah, I I also find them to probably be the better squad in this matchup. Even though they got their whole team basically just ripped from 
underneath them you know it's a good point i didn't really think of that but i i still think though like you you, you just have players that they're not gonna they, they 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 have people who could fill the positions you know mm-hmm. um buchanan he should be in for bruce yeah um and then also for <clears throat> um benny fika i mean who do we got on that team um you know you still got otamendi um is that Concedo Gierdes? Gides? Gides. Yeah, I think he went there on loan from Wolves. That's, you know, that'd be fun as well to, to see him play. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to take it as well. Um, them being Benefica. So, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a uh I'm gonna go with a two one win again. Um Benefica. Benefica's way. I think they just um Club Bruges as good as a team they as they are. Uh, actually pretty crazy Club Bruges. Um in um their Champions League group stage, I don't think they lost a game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they went undefeated. Oh, no. They lost a game. <laughs> One game. I don't even know who they played. They uh, they were with FC Porto, Bayern Leverkusen, and uh, Atletico Madrid. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a good game regardless. Just a, probably one of the best Champions League like round of 16 matchups we've had um, in a long time. Yeah, I'm excited for PSG Bayern and Chelsea Dortmund. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, other than that, also on Thursday, we got Europa League back, which, you know, some really good matchups in this as well. Yeah, some star- some crazy teams in Europa League. Yeah. Um, the main game we kind of want to go over is Barcelona hosting Man United. I don't, man, I don't know. I, I literally couldn't even give you a prediction on that. Um, I will give you a prediction, but I don't know. Uh, you know, I think Bayern are on a third. Bayern? I mean, Barcelona. I think they're on like a crazy winning streak right now. Um, you. They've won... One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. They haven't lost a game since October 29th. You know? Yeah, it's a scary stat. So, um, you know, they're leading La Liga as we speak. Have beat... Um, I mean, you know, who did they beat that's good, though? That's like, that would be my argument. You know, beating Atletico Madrid 1-0... You know, United <laughs> lost to Real Mad- uh, Atletico Madrid in Champions League last year. Or, no, not uh, Europa League last year. Um, so, but also Barca play them all the time. Barca beating Real Madrid 3-1 was crazy in the Super Cup. Also the Super Cup, though. Well, I'll tell you what. I think form, when you're talking about 
Uh, they haven't played a quality team in a while. It's, it's easy for us to say that. But like we were just talking about Madrid lost to Mallorca and Osasuna. Yeah, but also like I don't know the lineups. Doesn't matter. I mean Barca have had to change their lineup a few times. Yeah. In you know, a couple of months, so Yeah. It's uh it's gonna be a tough game. Um I'm a big United fan, so like it's tough for me to if I'm, I, I want to be honest about who I think is going to win. Not, I'm not going to... Can't bet with your heart. Can't bet with your heart. So if I'm going to give you my betting standpoint, Barca win this game. 2-1. It's going to be really upsetting. And the game in Old Trafford is going to be so scary to watch. I think they do pull it off. Um, if not bring it to extra time, they win it like 2-1. Or uh, two nothing against Barca at home, which would be fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. But I just find that Barcelona are gonna be maybe too much for them. Um. Listen, if you want to take my betting advice, two one Barca. But if you want to join the red motherfucking army, we're gonna take these motherfuckers down, baby. Louis van Gaal, red army. Louis van Gaal, red army. That's more like it. Should be good. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think the score is going to be? Barca tough to stop right now. Uh, you know, you can't uh, deny that Ten Hag is doing some crazy things at Man U, turning them around. Um, they're not in the best form. They're not in the worst form, but. You see, uh, throughout the season, you've kind of seen a revelation in Man U um, from the past few years, where it seems like <clears throat> finally this is a team that has a path, has a plan. Uh, it's coming together a little bit. Um, so at Barcelona, I think, uh, I'm sorry, I, this whole time I was thinking Man U were home on Thursday. So, this week I take uh, Barca. I take Barca 2-0. At home. Yeah, I well, I hope um, it's not a shutout, man. Busquets is injured. No Dembele. But That's I mean, it. still Frankie Dion, Pedri, Gavi. Mm-hmm. Lewandowski, Rafinha, Fernand Torres, Ansu Fati, Jordi Alba. I think the kid, uh, the excuse me, <coughs> Bush, <coughs> Bush. I think uh, their left back prodigy will probably be playing. Who's that? Oh, let me catch his name. Balde. Balde. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah, he um he has some good stats. Um, an assist against Real Baptiste, February first. Um, no other really like big stat sheets, but he um he gets good ratings. Getting a lot of burn and a lot of ratings, yeah. He gets good ratings while he's in the game, so hold holds clean sheets. Uh, held the clean sheet against Real uh, Villa Real, played all ninety minutes. Held the clean sheet against Real Sociedad, played seventy eight minutes. Yeah, Barca's defense have been electric. 
Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're we're gonna have to. Uh, it's gonna be tough, man. Uh, it's gonna it might be a really upsetting day. It's gonna be have to. It's gonna have to be something special. That's for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. Uh, you know, we'll go more into detail about the upcoming prem uh, later this week, probably after the games on Thursday. But we wanted to give you a little uh, little Champions League action, man. You talk about blah blah blah, but this is the Champions League. Champions League, man. Champions League, man. You talk about blah blah blah, but this is Champions League, man. Oh, Claudio Ranieri. <clears throat> Shout out. Yeah, good dude. Good dude. Yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. Well, once again, Quentin. Always great to have you on. Always a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. Um, you know, hit us up. Give us your predictions. Give us some feedback. Um, you know, yeah, man, enjoy. Enjoy Valentine's Day for all those uh, who have people in your life. Have a fucking fun time. As always, uh, World Football Talk, baby. We'll talk to you guys next week. Cru-